Welcome to Ditch the Classroom. This is your host, Ariana Vernier, and I'm so excited that you're here. I'm a teacher turned business coach who is so passionate about helping fellow mamas like you ditch the classroom and pursue your big, hairy, scary dreams. Imagine a life where you could still impact the world, but do so while following your passions and spending more time with your babies. In Ditch the Classroom, we'll explore ways you can do just that. Myself, guest experts, and amazing teachers who have also built a successful business will share tools, tips, and resources to help you ditch the classroom too. Are you ready? Here we go. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Ditch the Classroom podcast. We have a super special guest today. We have Dawn Marie. She's a chaos coordinator coach for moms overwhelmed with busyness of life, and they're looking to live a healthier and productive life. So super excited to have you on and just welcome. (laughs) Thank you, Ariana. I'm so honored um, to be on your podcast and kind of share a little bit about me and such with your audience. Perfect. Well, thank you. So I like to just start off these episodes to have you share a little bit about yourself, what you're doing, and yeah, just let the listeners get to know a little bit about you. Yes. Um, So for those of you that don't know me, which is probably everybody, um, I am a mom married to a sweet farmer, my soulmate that way. Um, But we live in rural Iowa and we have three little girls. And I also still work corporate alongside with kind of doing my passion project. I kind of like to call it instead of saying a side hustle, um, just because it truly lights me up and makes me feel fulfilled because I am one of those that is almost like a thrill seeker that I just like to be busy and like to have more. And that's kind of what started my passion project. So yeah, a lot on my plate, but it's fun and I wouldn't want it any other way. Yeah, you do have a lot on your plate. Three girls. How old are your girls? Nine, six, and three. Wow. That's amazing. (laughs) So we're starting the the activities is starting to pile up, but yet we still have like luckily one not in school yet that, you know, she's the easy one per se, but yet she's probably the craziest. So (laughs) it's fun. Yeah, I can I my daughter's just getting into toddlerhood and so I can Oh, I can't imagine having all three like on top of that. That's awesome. Yes. So with three young kids of your own, how have you been able to work full time and start a business of your own? Well, that's a very interesting um, question. I used to get that a lot, um, even before I started uh, my passion project. And it was just like, how do you do it all? You know, how you work out, you work full time, um, you're just always going and doing. And I think that's just part of like how I grew up with a work ethic. And I want to instill that with my kids. It's very important. Yeah, I guess efficiency is something I thrive on and making simple changes. I hate to say simple systems or routines because some people like feel averted when you say that word like, oh God, not another routine that I need to master and, you know, find the time to perfect it. And just another thing on my plate to do. So for me, it's very much um, having boundaries and trying to be efficient with my time as much as possible. So with my meal planner guide that I would love to share with your audience, so they can hopefully get this too, is taking some stress off your plate is huge. So like I said, as much as it can feel overwhelming to like learn a new skill on top of, 
you know, starting a business is loaded with a bunch of new skills. It's so important because then we can be present with our family and have more focus on that business on the side too. So my meal planner guide um, kind of spurred because, um, you know, my back backstory is I had cancer um, about six years ago oh, when wow. my second daughter was four months old. I had papillary thyroid cancer and we just caught it at a well baby checkup. And luckily it was like the best kind of cancer you can get is what my doctor told me, which I'm like, um, you ended that sentence with cancer. So I don't know how, (laughs) I don't know how I feel if that's lucky, but, um, I honestly feel blessed that I did get it because it was an eye opener and awakening for me to dive into a lot of things I was never confident about. And so I thought, well, you know, this is it. And, you know, did a lot of like deep diving and I don't know if it's something in your thirties too, that you kind of just migrate to that. You're just like wanting something more and to feel more more fulfilled. That's the kind of the journey that I was on. And so to kind of wrap it back into the meal thing, you know, after having cancer, I'm like, well, I was perceived as healthy, you know, I looked healthy on the outside, you know, how did I get cancer? And I had at the time two very small children. And I'm like, I couldn't imagine, you know, just being blind or a miffed to what I was giving my children that might be causing them cancer. So if there's something that I can control, I want to do the best I can. So I dug into the research. I listened to the experts, but I also listened to my body. And so I kind of, instead of always listening to the doctor, you know, because sometimes they'll just give the scripted answers. So nothing against the medical profession. They do the best they can, but to be an expert on everybody is a little tough. So I even just went to a more like holistic physician and chiropractor care. And they had loads of wonderful resources that kind of opened my eyes to the other side. So it kind of honed in on my nutrition. So I'm always been a foodie, even though I was never like severely overweight. Like, yes, I gained the college weight and things like that. And I've always been active, but I didn't always love it. It was almost like a chore. So another thing is just to really fall in love with the process and the journey, whether it's motherhood, it's business, it's your wellness any of that, just love the journey. And it makes it a lot more, a lot more enjoyable, honestly. I mean, it feels just more fulfilled. So that's kind of the long answer to why nutrition started to be more important, because all of a sudden, I was realizing, I wasn't like truly looking at the nutritional facts of what was on our food, I would just throw it in the grocery cart and just move on. Like you can, I'm sure relate with the small kids of, yeah. You just want to get in and get out, you know, whether you're with your kids or you're on the time crunch because somebody else has your kids while you're grocery shopping. That is a stressful part. So I'm just like, okay, as we're getting busier and there's that five to eight o'clock at night, that's like the witching hour of everybody's what's for dinner, what's for dinner. And you're like, oh my God, I've had such a busy. Yes, they don't starve quietly. That's definitely something I say a lot. Because it's like they could be done with breakfast and they're already asking what's for dinner. But as moms, we're so busy with all the things that we have going on, let alone starting a business on the side too, that it's like you hardly have the time to stop and breathe and think of those things. And you're just getting supper probably ready, you know, when you should have already been eating it, right? So by having a meal planner, which I used to be terrible about, And as my kids were getting older and in activities that we had to plan around, it just felt like we were always being reactive and reactive. And so finally, I had like a pep talk with myself and I'm like, Dawn, you figured out calendar schedules. You can figure out other things. Why can't I get this figured out? So my meal planning guide that I want to share with your audience, that totally does that because I've broken it down to simple seven steps 
to start slowly because as moms, it feels like we overload ourselves with so many things that, oh my gosh, we're going to just change and be like this business owner and going to be like the CEO and making all this money right at once. Right. And that never seems to work out. Like then we fail because we've just put all this pressure on ourselves to do all the things at once. So with this meal planning guide, it's more of easing into it. So yeah, I'm excited to share more about that. But yeah, it's been a game changer for us personally. And so then I have the bandwidth and time to work on my business too, because I'm not constantly in stress reaction mode. So that's been a huge time saver. I am going to be grabbing your freebie for myself because this is something that I really struggle with. Like, especially if my husband is like gone for the evening or something and it's just me here, I'll be busy working on something and I look at my daughter and I'm like, oh, I should probably figure out what I'm going to feed you today. (laughs) So that's that's really helpful. And I really appreciate you sharing this with my listeners, because I know if they're anything like me, they can definitely use it. Yes. And it's like I love puns, but it's like if you can take one more thing off your plate. So that being a dinner plate, take it, right? So yep. yeah, just a few tips that I have on that is just like starting slow and not trying to meal plan every night of the week when you first start. Because again, we like to overload ourselves and be like, oh, I'm going to meal plan breakfast, lunch, and dinner right from the get-go. So it's like, just try two nights, try two nights of dinner. And then once that gets a little better, then add on a little bit more. Another pro tip that I love that so many people like overlook and then we have, well, with your situation right now, you probably don't have a big back stock of pantry items, but once you get into a home, it just feels like you all of a sudden are like, oh, is this expired? Like, but yeah, you keep going to the grocery store and buying more of that same thing. So when you start your meal planning guide, it's kind of nice to go to your pantry and your fridge to see what you have on hand already and formulate some meals off of that rather than thinking, oh, we need to rush to print to Pinterest and find all these new healthy recipes to instill. It's like, no, just make, start small and make things that you have on hand or create a random dish out of the celery that you keep buying and yet let go bad every week, but yet you feel guilty that you need to buy it again. And then just incorporate one new recipe a week. Yeah. So then it's just bite size. Cause otherwise, you know, when we do these new recipes, we don't really know how long it's going to take us, even though they tell us like estimated time, but when it's your first time doing it, it can take much longer. So I definitely wouldn't recommend putting that on a night that you're short on hours. You know, if you have other things going on in that night, don't put the brand new meal on that night, you know, do it maybe on a Sunday where you have a little more flexibility. So yeah, by scoring and doing those things of looking at your pantry and your fridge, you'll actually spend less money too at the grocery store. And then you'll formulate a tighter grocery list because you'll actually buy the things that you only need rather than guessing when you get to the grocery store. So I feel like that's been huge. Yeah, I think your tip of starting small and starting out with only like meal planning two days a week, because some days you're going to have leftovers you can use up. You don't need to do every single day. But that tip of really starting small, that's what I say to do even in your business, like take one little step a day to get to your end goal. You don't have to go all out and like stress yourself out right in the beginning, like get yourself used to 
the routine of doing this, the schedule, like the schedule of fitting this stuff in because your nutrition is what fuels your body. It's the most important thing to help you do everything that's on your never ending mom to do list. So I really appreciate you sharing those tips with us. Absolutely. Yeah. And you nailed it right there is there's a never ending to do list. So our nutrition is that core value right there of it takes that to make energy. So if we're constantly depleting ourselves, then we just have nothing left. And then we'll wind up feeling like a failure as a mom and a wife, and then as a failed business owner. And we don't want to feel that way. Like we have more self-worth than we give ourselves credit for. So just by simply starting small is literally the best step you can take. Yeah, I agree. So I know I struggle a lot with mom guilt in with my daughter, like I'm trying to work, I'm trying to like keep her entertained, like how, how, do, how do you find that balance? How, how do you manage the mom guilt? Yes, that is something very huge. And I don't think it ever really goes away. It's just more of like appreciation and kind of like what I said about your self-worth, you know. If you're, you know, even providing meals for your family that are more intentional to try to sneak in some veggies and a few less boxed items, um, then you can feel good about yourself that you're like positively impacting your children's health. And the bigger thing is you're teaching them good habits without forcing it down their throat of you need to do this, you need to do that. They're learning it from you so that you're being a good role model. So I think that helps me take some of that guilt off when I need to balance things here and there, which balance is a tough word with a mom. It's more just be present in each moment. But that is a huge thing where I'm like, I know with the meals that I feel good about that, that I'm teaching them um, a good life skill to adapt. And then with my business, I feel like I'm showing my three young daughters that you can be both. You can be a mom, you can be, you can work on the side and have a corporate job that helps with the benefits. But it just because you have a passion doesn't mean that you don't have to pursue it. So um, one of my daughters really, really wants to be a teacher in the worst way. And it's just funny because I was I met with some other educators like yourself of, you know, like she just sees it as a teacher that's in the classroom. And so she's nine. And so I'm like, as I don't want to steer you away from this because that's great because she's like, well, mom, I don't really want to do what you do and teach people online. I want to see them face to face and things like that. And I'm like, well. You can be both. You can have, you know, maybe an online course that you offer to kids that need help in the summer or even face-to-face things in the summer. I'm like, it's just opening up to those other opportunities. So I'm hoping that she's learning that skill in her brain of seeing all the possibilities rather than such narrow scope of it has to only be that one thing and you have to fit in this certain shape. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I'm just hoping that my kids see that, you know, by me pursuing my passion, that that gives them the motivation and empowerment to do the same thing in their life. Because I was such a shy and like insecure kid growing up and then through school and stuff like that. So I never in a million years would have thought I'd be in the position that I'm in now to kind of speak up and, you know, say my thoughts to people. Um, so I just hope that I'm showing them that. So that kind of balances the time that I have to be away from them sometimes, you know, but it justifies that of, okay, well, if we want these things or if we want to do these things, well, mommy has to work. So it's really no different than when I have to leave and go to my nine to five and take them to daycare or school. It's not that mommy loves you any less. It's just that 
okay, we eat, you know, sometimes we have to do those things that we don't love, but at the same time, it's worth it in the end, you know, or we get this out of it, or we feel good about doing it because we're helping other people. So I really try to bring them in on those decisions and thought process just so then they don't feel like mom's just working all the time or mom just has the computer in front of her all the time. So then hopefully they understand and it makes me feel less guilty by explaining it, even though, you know, at three and six and nine, they might not always get it, but that's the goal, right? We're just all doing the best that we can. Yeah. You're instilling those values in them now. And I mean, I think as moms, our goal is to just raise strong, confident children who just believe that they can do anything. So I like how you framed it of instead of like feeling guilty for working on your business, like showing them like I'm doing this for you so that we can do these other things like family vacations, all these different things, just showing them that you're following your passions and giving them like a better life. So I, I love that. Thank you. Perfect. So what are some tips that you can share with listeners that are looking to make some healthy changes in their life without taking up a lot of time? Yeah. Um, to kind of stick with that meal plan. And, you know, I feel like nutrition is always that base. So if it's like we're running on E and we're not filling ourselves up, then, you know, we're setting ourselves up for failure at other places. So I'll kind of stay on that same train of thought of just like when you're grocery shopping, flip over the package if it has to be prepackaged or whatnot. It seems like everything has a label, even our milk these days. So instead of just looking at the nutritional facts, go down and save yourself a lot of time of worrying about calories and fats and look at the ingredients. That is the quickest way to get in and out of the grocery store. Cause I always think back on like when I used to be on like a Weight Watchers plan, you know, like diets aren't a lifestyle. It's temporary, but I would spend so much time because back in the day, they didn't have an app. It was like you had a little calculator and you had to convert all these things on the label into points. So then I had to see if I could like eat them when I was in college. And it's like, you feel like you're at the grocery store forever, or you're just like staring in the aisles, like, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. You don't know what to do. So that's one great tip to eat healthier. So if you know what those ingredients are and the fewer the ingredients, the better but it'll get you in and out of the grocery store a lot faster and not add more to your plate. So perfect. Very easy, very tangible step to do. That's um, one thing that we definitely cover in my signature course too, of just food education is so important. So then we have that energy and, and then we kind of get confidence around food because food can be overwhelming. It's a battle. And so it's not just us eating it. Like we talked about before, we're being an example for our kids too. So constantly eating out of a box then you know like I was in that era of we grew up on hamburger helper and you just thought that that's what it was and whatever but as we're being more conscious consumers you know knowing what's in our food is very important so agreed so you have your meal planner guide which for everybody listening I'm going to be dropping the link for that in the show notes so you'll have access to that and you just mentioned a course that you have to help people with their nutrition can you talk a little bit more about that Yeah so um I offered it before the holidays just to kind of kick it off and it was so great I um it's a group coaching course that I teach live so then it's nice where it doesn't add more to your plate of oh now I have homework and all of these things to do we do it in real time and um, teach it together kind of thing. So you can ask in real time questions. And then throughout the week, because we would meet weekly, 
um, then you can implement and try it out. And so then when you come back the next week, you could have questions of, okay, this went well, this didn't, or I wasn't quite sure on this. Um, and we kind of dive in deeper there. So yeah, it's really maximizing like your health and wellness goals and um, putting it on a map type of thing. And rather than just loosely saying, I notice as women, we do this a lot of like, yeah, I hope to get healthier. Well, that's not a very specific goal. So how do you ever know when you get there? So it's been really fun to work with women and it builds up your confidence and feel good in your own skin. And it feels like you can tackle more of your other goals. Once you kind of get your health under control, then that's not such a stressor. It's just a way of life. It becomes a habit. And then you can go tackle on the next thing and the next thing. So yeah, it's been very rewarding. So if anybody is interested, they can follow me at dawnmarie.co as I launch that again. Awesome. And I will make sure to include all of your links again in the show notes so that everybody can check out all of your content and get to know, like get to know you more, become your best friend. We'll definitely have all of that in the show notes. Thank you. Yes. It's so fun on social that we get, you know, uh, COVID hasn't been the greatest, but social is always great because then you can get those like real connections and it's fun to meet other people. So yes, I look forward to meeting more people in your, in your tribe. Perfect. So this is a question that I like to ask every guest I have on the show. And I just love to hear what y'all have to say about it. So if someone wanted to start their digital classroom journey, but they just felt too overwhelmed to start, what would you say to them? I would say to follow your passions until they fill that void, almost like with food, you know, if you say, Oh, I know, I'm not supposed to have that cookie. And so then you try to eat an apple instead, you're going to eat a bunch of other apples and other things when you could have just had the cookie and saved yourself a lot of stress. It'll weigh on you and the guilt to eat away. So you have that calling, which is an amazing gift that not everybody gets. And I say follow it as busy as you think you are, as you think it's probably the not the right time to do it, that probably is the best sign that it is. And just follow your heart and everything will come into place like it's supposed to. It's crazy to think about when you're in that like chaotic um, mind space and overwhelmed, especially being a mom. And if you're trying to leave, you know, the, the classroom just to like step away from that is, it's huge, but it's so fulfilling and rewarding. It's almost like crossing over to another side of, of joy in life, which we only get one. So it's like, yeah. And another thing with that is a lot of times people say they're worried about what other people will think about them. And that's another reason why people kind of hold back and yeah, same thing, just follow your passion because then the right people will follow you. And those other people need to hear from you. Those naysayers, they'll finally get over it (laughs) and they'll get out of your way, but the world needs to hear your voice. Yeah. Something that I always say is God, if, if there's this purpose placed on your heart, like God didn't give it to you just to taunt you, like you're meant to pursue that. So even if it's just taking like one little baby step a week, like you should be working towards that purpose if that's what's really on your heart. Absolutely. That's perfect. I love that. Awesome. So we have your Instagram where everybody can connect with you. And that is dawnmarie.co, correct? That is right. Perfect. And then also your website, and which is dawnmarie.co as well. And then you have a Facebook community? 
I do. Yes. I have a group of women that I call like my VIP mental edits group because I have a blog, just a nice private community where we can kind of inspire each other and share struggles that are going on with wellness or momhood. And it's just a nice protected community to share. I just love seeing that grow um, with other ideas that come in because we can get such like so stuck in our own head. So it's just nice when you have like-minded women in the group that are going through those same things. And so when you might be at a low, somebody else might be at a high. And so they can share some insight and vice versa. So it's been really fun to watch that grow and see people connect in there. So yes, that's my VIP mental edits group on Facebook. That's awesome. And again, I'll have the link in the show notes. Super great resource for all of the women listening. Well, it has just been such a pleasure to have you on today. I am so grateful for all of the nuggets of wisdom you've given everybody about working through the mom guilt, being more conscious of what we're feeding ourselves and also our children so we can just raise these strong, independent, beautiful little souls. Thank you so much for coming on today. Yes, thank you. And thank you to all your listeners. I have a such appreciation for educators and what you do, because I was never born and meant to be that. And so especially during these times, it is definitely tested, but you make a huge impact to all those little people that are in your lives and especially the parents. So thank you. Yes. Teachers are phenomenal. Yes, um, they are heroes. Thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode and I hope you have a great rest of your week and we will see you next Tuesday for the next episode. Bye guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Before you go, make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the show, leave a rating and review and check out the show notes for a free gift to help you ditch the classroom. If you loved today's episode, can you help me share the message by taking a screenshot, tagging me on Instagram at ariana.vernier and sharing it with your friends so we can help more mamas ditch the classroom and follow their dreams. Until next week, y'all, keep following the dreams that were placed in your heart so you too can ditch the classroom.